What's going on, folks? This is John from Out of Your Falcon Mind talking to you about gym supplement science. First off, if you are looking for a new protein or a new pre-workout or new vitamin, anything supplement related, I need you to go to gymsups.com, J-Y-M-S-U-P-P-S.com. You can check out the wide range of products that Jim offers. And not only can you look at them, you can see what's in them and why those particular ingredients are in those products. Science is in the name for a reason, right? They are the most transparent company on the market, okay? You're going to get exactly what you pay for. The results speak for themselves. So, again, gymsups.com. Use my name, John, J-O-H-N. Save yourself 15% off. If you have any questions, you're always able to email me at atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can chat with somebody at gym, send emails to their customer service. They get back to you with normally within 24 hours and answer any questions you have. So that's it. Guys, check it out. You will not be sorry. Falcons fans, welcome in. It is episode 45 of Out of Your Falcons Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John, your host, as always, joined by Mr. Mike. What's going on, bud? I'm doing good, man. I'm out of my Falcon mind as usual. I got a little bit of allergies, but I'm here. The show must go on, buddy. We got a very special guest. I'm happy to be here with him. That's right, man. We want to we want to introduce Kenny Griffin, a, aka Kenny G. Grits Blitz on Twitter. Actually, Kenny, you can tell me your you can tell me your actual tag on Twitter. But uh, from Neptune Scouting, man, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. Yeah, I mean, you nailed the Twitter tag. Um, okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah, excited to be here, man. Excited to talk some ball with you guys. Been wanting to get on here for a while. You guys do a great job, and I'm ready to get out my Falcon mind. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. I love it, man. I love Kenny it. Kenny G, so. number one, is the coolest nickname. Like, Kenny G is a famous saxophone player. Yeah. Little bit of smooth I love jazz it. for it. Kenny G. We got Kenny G on the show. It's our first famous guest. How about that? Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's funny. So, man, yeah, before we get into it, man, we, we've got some just just regular Falcons fan. And we started doing this with our guests just to kind of, you know, see how where their Falcons, you know, fandom came from, like what age they were duped in becoming a fan and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so, man, yeah. So they duped into becoming. <laughs> God damn, John. All right. We're going. No, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. So, man. So, yeah, we'll start. It. How, how old were you when you or do you remember? Let's see. I was nine years old back in 2001. I didn't grow up with a family that was big on football and everything. Mm -hmm. So I believe we were at one of my parents' friends' house, something like that. And the 01 Super Bowl was on and it was the Falcons Broncos. And before the game, I said to myself, this, Fal Fal this Falcons team is pretty cool. I like the unis and everything. Let's we're going to ride with them. Well, that didn't go too well. Mm. And then um, a few years later, I started really get into football on my own started to kind of play the game, play Madden with my friends and, you know, just started to catch games more frequently. And I had never had a team because I grew up in New Jersey and there's no New Jersey team. Like some people like the Giants, no, don't mm -hmm. like the Giants, the Eagles ain't no way. Uh -huh. no, no. So um, we drafted 
that boy out of Virginia Tech, number seven overall. And, you know, once I watched him, it was it was a wrap. So I'm not a Falcons fan because of Mike Vick, but he had a huge influence on me becoming a fan. Dude, you have no idea how many – like, so we're a little bit older, right? So we, yeah. me and Mike are 40. So, like, and that's – you know, so we started watching, like, Dion was our guy. Is what yeah, I started yeah. With. So – but it's amazing how many folks – because Savion said that, right, Mike? Um yeah. I mean, like so. A many few folks, people have said uh, Michael Vick. Everybody yeah. said it was, it was Vick. It's crazy how many. Yeah, I mean, like that's when like just he caught everybody's eye and was like, "Man, this dude's different." And it like was, it just watching him do his thing back in the day, he was so different. He was so ahead of his time. He was so talented. It was it was an easy it was an easy way to get duped, as you guys said. Earlier. Yeah, no, it <laughs> yeah. was. No, no, about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, that was. Uh, I mean, coming out of Virginia Tech, man, I mean, like, he just – you never – I mean, the closest thing I think we saw was Cordell Stewart, maybe, you know, yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham. And, like, yeah, that Randall was, Cunningham, yeah. You know, and I mean, he, they don't hold a candle to what that dude could do, man. No. I mean, wow. it was it was crazy. So, yeah, that's that's, that's He was awesome. ahead of his time, man. I yes. still think that yeah, yeah, yeah. if oh, he was man. in the league today, he'd be oh, setting – yeah. 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 And then – and if – yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the, my next question is how you chose the Falcons. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, is he, have you, has, was he your favorite player then still your favorite player? Or is there, have you throughout your whole Falcons fandom, is there one player that's like, that's my guy? Like I've, I've always like, that's been the dude for you. You mean my favorite Falcon yeah. right now? Of all- yeah. Or of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Oh man, this isn't going to be a popular answer, but Uh-oh. it's, it. it's Julio, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Julio. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I know he's in a bad spot with some fans, you know, it is what it is, whatever. But yeah, seeing that, that, that guy, that's the guy that filled up the Georgia Dome the last couple of years it was there, seeing mm-hmm. him do his thing, man. And I've always, you know, wide receivers, they're the guys you want to watch. They're the guys making athletic plays, get the ball in their hands. It, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, Julio, in my opinion, favorite Falcon all time, the most athletically gifted player we've had, in my opinion. It, it was a joy to watch him play in red and black. Man, how about the catch in the Super Bowl? Man, we ain't got it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was <laughs> Nuts, a play right? worthy of winning a championship. He and was it didn't gross. go that way, but man, he was horizontal, man. <laughs> it was the yeah. weirdest. Two toes down. <laughs> yeah. He was horizontal and caught that ball. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was uh that was Fleek's guy too. I mean, yeah, like, that's Fleek's man. Yeah. That's Fleek's favorite. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's dude, it's one of mine too. I can't lie. Yeah. I mean, like he, he still is. Yeah, I mean, even so, you know, like even though with the Bucks and all that stuff, it still it doesn't matter. He's still, I mean, like that's you what said, you do when you get old, man. You ring chase. Yeah, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, I don't buy. I, I, I ain't mad at him. No, me either. No, we talked about last week. We we're like, man, if, if if they were like, if Brady was like, hey, I'd love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even thinking twice about it. I'm there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we probably know your biggest uh, low as a Falcons fan. Like, yes. so what, what what was like? What's your what's your high? Like, what was like the pinnacle for you so far? Okay, so the NFC beatdown we put on Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. I, I knew he was going to say that. I, I, yeah, that that's what right. everybody that's, say. That's not my answer, though. Oh, oh, oh all right. I love it. When Matt Ryan got the proverbial monkey off his bat by beating the Seattle Seahawks in that that divisional round, the 30-28 victory, Yeah, I remember I was I was out of town. I was a kid at the time. I, I was a teenager. I forget exactly how old I was, but – I had to watch that entire game at a Hooters with no other like Falcons fans around, just by myself at a Hooters solo. Yeah. Not of not of drinking age yet, just committed yeah. little kid right there, just eyes right on the television. Yeah, that game was awesome, man. You got everything from um, the Roddy White, Vernon, Richard Sherman. I think that was that game. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, it was. was. That game. Yeah. Uh huh. And I believe that um, J- 
Jaquiz Rogers laid one hell of a truck stick on Earl Thomas in the open mm-hmm. field that game too. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> typical Falcons fashion, we let them come back into the game. Yep. But we go down there, Matt Bryant, game-winning field goal. First playoff win for Matt Ryan. I'll tell you what, that was probably my high point. I, I was yeah. ecstatic that game. I was happy yeah. for Ryan. I was happy for the team, Coach Smith. That, oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, that was an incredible game. Sherman had talked so much shit leading up to that. So much shit. I was <laughs> and so... I love Sherman, but, man, I was yeah. happy when uh, Roddy got him. Roddy chirped back at him too, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, Roddy can talk now too, no? He can oh, talk. Yeah. He yeah. can yeah. talk. Yeah, he needs to put talking. the keyboard down every now and then, but he can, oh, he can definitely yeah. talk. Oh, Dude. Oh, I'm going to get him today. Don't even worry about that. Don't even worry. I will get him, I will get him today. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. So, well, Mike, Mike, just get into it, man, because we're going we're gonna to get into the Lions. But if you got something on Roddy, go ahead. I just want to throw this in here. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Twitter has been going crazy about this. And I didn't know it was all like, man, this seriously split. Um, there are people who believe wholeheartedly that, man, if you get accused of something and you go to trial for it, if you get like not guilty, that we all should leave you alone. We shouldn't talk about it no more. You did your process that you were supposed to do and they found you to be with all the evidence they found you not guilty. So we shouldn't bring that up and we shouldn't even speak that on your name anymore. And then there are people that's like, well, if it was your daughter, Okay, or like, man, your sister, and she came to you and said, Dad, this dude really did this. Or even if he was, uh, man, he isn't on tape doing it. Uh, it's no like witnesses that he did it. You will believe your daughter. Like, you will believe the girl. If it was your mom or your aunt or your cousin, you will believe her. And no matter if they say, I know he went to court, and I'm telling you, this, this boy, a creep, he did this to me. Then you will believe her, and you will be more on the side of, like, I know he went to court, but I think he did it. But to see these people arguing online about that, like to attack each other and do all that, uh, I just go with it. We wasn't in a room. Wasn't anybody of us in a room. Him and them girls, they, they know what happened. And again, I will go on the side of, man, if it's 40 plus or however many people, I'm going to say you probably did some wild shit, even though I don't know what, what, what he did. But the man did. He, he, he had his day in court. He was, he was cleared of those charges. I don't know how I feel about it now, to be honest, because if it, that was me and I was accused and I didn't do it, I would want you to, I went to court. So I'm not, I'm not guilty. Please don't speak that in a, in on my name again. But if I was a girl, I would be like forever speak that on his name because he did that to all of us. So who knows? I don't know how to feel about it. I just don't want y'all arguing on Twitter because y'all are not him and y'all ain't on the Brown staff and y'all ain't the girls. So don't don't attack each other over it is my only thing don't Dude, uh, attack each other over it, man i know this is a hot topic but there's no need for y'all to be calling each other stupid and calling each other names when we don't know that's my only thing i'm saying yeah but yeah. I, I again i wasn't there i just i'm happy for the browns because that was a stupid move so i'm glad that they penalized because that was dumb as shit if somebody has allegations of any kind i don't care if you're stealing candy bars if you got 11 of them or 12 of them i'm not giving you a guaranteed contract so if anybody I'm shitting on, it's the Cleveland Brown. You deserve that what you got. That was idiotic, and you got what you got. But for the fans, man, please let's not split each other up and start attacking each other and start speaking about rape. And if if who knows somebody lying about rape, but that's a deep deeper topic that we don't need to attack each other. But that's yeah. it. Oh, but I'm sorry, Roddy White. Yeah, uh, <laughs> young, I love you to death. You one of my favorite players in the world. Just, I love you to death. I want you to shut the fuck up on this. Just shut the fuck up. 
Just put the keyboard down. Just shut the fuck up because your take made no sense. And I love you to death. But your specific take, which I will not repeat, you can go to his Twitter. It just made no sense. It made no sense. I That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he had a couple of tweets. Um, yeah, he had a couple of tweets that just to me made no sense. Yeah, one one talking about just how, you know, the, 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 basically what you just said about having being found innocent and you should just leave him alone. Like that's it. It's over with. Um, which he really well. I mean, like the even the the uh, the arbitrator found that he was guilty of the nonviolent mm-hmm. sexual conduct, whatever you want to call it, sexual assault, whatever they she deemed it as. So um, and yeah, and then the RG three went after him pretty hard, yeah. and yeah, then he, that's when he came back at RG three, yeah. and um, that's what it's like. I just yeah, like you said, I, I don't even want to spend that much time on it. You want to go watch? You want to go look, read the Twitter feed? You can, but um, yeah, man, just you know, you don't have to comment about everything, man. Like just yeah. let it, let it, let it go. I mean, and did, did y'all hear uh, the owner uh, Haslam's comments about this no. earlier in the week? No. Can you hear? Oh it? yeah. I, I, I browse by them. He's uh, a, he, he, he needs a PR guy. Yeah. Bad. He said, um, <laughs> he was like, he, he basically, after Deshaun spoke he, there, he was like, he's like, you know, I believe everybody I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, I believe everybody deserves a second chance and everything. Now, does it matter that he's a, a star quarterback? Well, of course it does. Probably wouldn't have said that. Yeah, don't I, don't say that out loud. Keep that. No, we, we all know it Just don't say it. Yeah, we all I mean, know, but don't say it aloud. Yeah, right. I mean, like, so you know, third string kicker. Yeah, we don't give a shit. But we'll throw him in jail. It's it's all good, you know. But yeah, Sean Watson. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. We're, we're gonna give him a second chance. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyway, yeah, that was just that was that was interesting to say the least. But if um, if, if the team has to if the team has to put it in your contract that you can only give massages at the team uh thing Facility, you yeah. you have a problem of some sorts that everyone <laughs> is aware of just know that yeah exactly and like you said last week might want to choose dudes from now on to your massage yeah choose dudes man they give a better massage and you won't be acute now if you grow up in a man we need to have a whole nother conversation we have a whole <laughs> other podcast for that if you start grabbing a man's buttocks my <laughs> There's no amount of counseling to change that. So, <laughs> But go to Sean. I want him to serve your thing and just be quiet. Don't do no more talking. We don't need Matt Roddy White to do no more talking. We don't even need RG3 to do no more talking. We don't need anybody to comment on this no more. This is dead. Let, let this man do his suspension it is, it, and c- come back and hope you don't suck. Uh, well, his first game back in Houston, so I'm sure they'll get a, give him a really, oh, really nice wow. crazy. That's, That's crazy. That's going to be nuts. Out, so. Yeah, yeah, be, it, should, uh, it, it should be all women in the stands. If they're, it, it doesn't If Houston's terrible this year, that game will be sold out. I guarantee you. Just no, don't, come, be, don't yeah. come just to scream at him. It'll be every women's group <laughs> in the stadium at the same time. Yeah. No, I have no doubt. Yeah. Um, all right, so getting back to the Falcons, uh, Kenny, man, what so what do you think? Just kind of like in generality, like where we're at as an organization, like from where we were this time last year, like. <clears throat> Well, last year, I think we were kind of putting some pieces together to try and, you know, see what the team has contend and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I think we're taking a step back while better setting ourselves up for the future, which is something I personally would have tried to do last year, but that's neither here nor there. I think this is a team in flux. I tweeted out, um, I think it was a week ago, that the um, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot are trying to rebuild a roster while simultaneously installing a culture is what I said. And I think that I spoke to you guys on that. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a hard thing to do. I think talent wise, we're very similar, but losing leadership like Matt Ryan will obviously 
we won't be as competitive because I mean, quarterback is the most important position in pro sports, in my opinion. So when you lose a 14 year vet, there's going to be some regression. Naturally, there has to be Mariota can come in. I think he can do some good things. I think this offense is going to look different. I'm sure we'll touch on that when we go over the Lions game a little bit, but I I think this is the first step towards the new Atlanta Falcons. I it's not a full blown rebuild because these guys aren't willing to tear everything down and they, they really like to reward players who have done well for them, such as Jake Matthews, such as Grady Jarrett. Mm -hmm. So it's not a full blown teardown. But make no mistake, this is the first season of the reconstruction of the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I have a question, Kenny. Uh, I saw this kind of on your Twitter, so I was trying to ask you about it. Um, how do you how do you think that us having mobile quarterbacks? I love Matt Ryan, as you can see, but uh, he wasn't he wasn't mobile. How do you think us having a dude back there that can take off? How is that going to affect affect the play calling of like Arthur Smith and the whole team? So the play calling, I think it's going to affect it a lot. I mean, there weren't too many like designed quarterback runs called in the preseason game. And I don't think any coaches would call those in preseason games. Like you'd have to be, you have to really live on the edge to to make those kinds of calls in. Yeah. Um, But I think it's going to change a lot of what Arthur Smith likes to call. I think we're going to see, a bit more of the 2020 Tennessee Titans offense with Ryan Tannehill, you know, Tannehill ran some read option. They got them pockets moving. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And I think just having the rushing, the rushing ability at quarterback in general kind of raises the floor of the offense, which is something that you could see on that first drive. Um, What was it? Was it Friday last Mm -hmm. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. It's something you could see when, when nothing's there, Mariota can, get his yards. He can take that four to five yard gain and it's not much, but it raises the floor from being sacked or just throwing the ball away. So I think that it's going to be a great thing for this team overall. And I think that we're going to see a lot of things out of this offense that we didn't see last year. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with you totally. Second down, uh, it helps you so much if you can scramble and get, like he said, even four yards. Um, And a third down is now third and six instead of third and 10. That's a whole nother playbook so Mm -hmm. i agree completely yeah well Well, i'm sorry it literally kind of um limits the coverages that the opposing defensive coordinator can call when they when there's a when you're playing 11 on 11 out there you know not 10 on 11 11 on 11 because the quarterback can move it literally limits like you can't play all man coverage to a certain side of the field because then if the route combination stay on that side, the quarterback's going to have all the room yep. in the world to pick up an easy first down. And that's something like I'm not against pocket passers at all. This this is such a big debate on Twitter. In fact, right. yeah, yeah, as well. Um, you can win with a pocket passer, absolutely. It's just that the rushing upside of having a mobile quarterback is so obvious that it helps your offense. And a lot yep. of people don't understand that. But I mean, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you'd love to have both. Like, you'd you love to have a quarterback yeah. who can throw. You can rely on stand back in the pocket and make those passes. But things break down. Who can take off? Because Russell Wilson. We know. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like like we've said before, love Matt, man. But, like, Matt's if he's scrambling, it's for one or two unless there's just something yeah. wide open for him, you know, or he's throwing the ball away. You know, I mean, like, there's – I mean, we saw – and we'll just transition right into the Lions game in that first drive. Like you said, Kenny, like that's that's a drive that we're punting on last season. I mean, like yeah. in several locations, I mean, several spots on the field, you know, that we were able to just keep keep it moving down the field. And that's that's what's going to be different. So we're, you know, I mean, and I, I think of all the quarterbacks, I mean, that we 
I guess could have gotten. I mean, Mariota, I think, is probably just as good as any of them as far as where we're at now. I mean, he was with Arthur Smith. He knows, uh, you know, kind of they're, they're familiar with each other. Yep. He can move. He he does have the – he can still run. The dude's still fast, man. Like, he can, he can still fly. So, like, it's not like he's back there, you know, on one leg or anything anymore. So, I mean yep. – and like we said last week, Mike, I mean, dude's playing, uh, you know – he's playing to prove that he's going to get one more contract in the NFL, you know, like he's got a lot to, to riding on this season. So, I mean, I have a question for y'all because we on the topic, even though it, it does not concern Atlanta is Lamar Jackson, the top 10 quarterback. Easily. Oh yeah. I think easily. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's a huge thing for everybody to, uh, to me, he can pocket pass. He's not the shot. He, he's going to get better, but he can pocket pass. But yeah. when the play breaks down, there's nobody better. I mean, the dude can take, and you're not catching him. I don't. Under, I don't understand the. the, the I don't hate. even. I don't get the, it. The, the argument for them saying he can't throw or why he's not a good. It's. it's he's not quite, even top ten to some people. I'd be like, what? What are you looking at? A lot of people, I feel like, are stuck in this old school box of thinking, and when they see something that they're not used to seeing, they automatically assume that it doesn't work. Yes. It's yes. Not like that. Because and, see, man, they thinking Troy Eggman, John Elway. And like Brett Favre, <laughs> and they right. can't even fathom Michael Vick who can throw. Mm-hmm. Like it's a weird thing to look at. So you can't even. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, that's no, cool. Yeah, on the, yeah, on that first drive against the the Lions, I mean, pretty pretty long drive. I mean, I think it was a 12, 14 play, something like that. Yeah, you know, uh, ends in a score. Mariota probably, you know, I, I don't think Arthur was super happy with him uh, putting his body on the line during that first drive. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, that's just that's how he plays. I like to you see can't... that kind of fire out of him, though. You yeah, know? I, I know, no, I do knows, too. He knows what he's competing for, and he's kind of like a bridge guy right now. But he's yeah. a bridge guy with upside. So who knows? Mm-hmm what's going to happen this year. And um, I want to throw this out there real quick. Our red zone woes are very well known amongst the fan base. Yes. I, think, I don't want to bring it back to the mobile quarterback conversation again, but having a guy with that skill set will help open up the red zone even more as well. So, yes. And, and, and the running that. in the running game too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like both, I mean, let's going to help you out. Get that ball to Tyler mm-hmm. in the red zone. Yeah. It should be good. Do that. Well, we'll get with him. He, 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 that block he had in the game. That's what that's allowed what that saying. throw to. Where he stepped yeah. up in the A gap and. Yeah. Would love to have had him back in the Super Bowl. But anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> Y'all hate that block. The deal. <laughs> hey, you hate the, uh, the Freeman missed block. Uh, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, the defense, I mean, you know, the, their line has pretty much went down the, the field. And I, you know, I tell, I don't get, I'm not overly concerned about that first drive with on our, our our ones on their ones i mean you know rashad evans was everywhere the dude was making plays everywhere sticking his nose in there getting tackles um you know like i i didn't see anything that just we weren't getting a whole lot of pass rush you know uh, as yeah. kind of what we've seen in the past but i'm not going to overreact on the first one drive you know. right right yeah so i mean it was but uh, you know, to, like I said, it was kind of nice seeing the the what was the um, dude that had the interception, young kid out of the, the Canadian Alfred. league, Alfred. Yeah, yeah, he might make the squad. I mean, he's he's a guy I wanted to bring up at some point during the show because okay, he made a play then. He I, he had a pick Wednesday at practice, yep. and um, I don't know if they're going to keep five or six corners, but he's making a case. He I think he's practice squad at bare minimum at this point. You know? I agree. I th- yeah, he's definitely making them have a hot, tough conversation about it mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, you know, I mean, we had in that first drive, a couple of blown coverages that were pretty obvious. I mean, but you know, like I said, that's kind of not expected, but 
you know, you're going to have, yeah, you're going to, you're going to stuff you're going to see. I mean, the Lions do have a pretty solid offensive line, if, if anything else. I think um, they have one of the, one of the better units in the league for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, you know, see Marcus come back out again. They answered, you know, uh, suck to see Drake get hurt, but it looks like he's all right and he's going to be fine for, yeah. for game. I wanted to see a little bit more of him, but now I'm just like, Me oh, too. <laughs> yeah, real bad. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, either way, but um, I tell you what, AK-47 looked good. He was mm-hmm. pretty impressive for his first. Rough, rough first drive, but he settled right. in nicely, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, afterwards. And then Man Ritter, I mean, the rest of the game, I mean, looked poised. I mean, you know, I mean, he had that one pick, but, I mean, like, just a couple – and he had a couple of bad drops, too, from receivers. That, he you did. Know, that, I counted three or four of them. I mean, yeah, he was 10 of 22, Yeah, which if you look at that – it's whatever, but yeah, as you said, he had those drops. Mm-hmm. He looked poised overall. I think he had a throwaway as well, at yeah, least one. And yep. Yeah, I was, I was very impressed with Desmond Ritter, and I wasn't a huge Ritter guy. I thought where we drafted him was about where I had him ranked in my mm-hmm. pre-draft rankings. So I thought the value was fine. My expectations weren't high, but I'll tell you what, I'm very excited to see him develop through the rest of this year. Me too, yeah. man. And because I was, I was so happy for him too, because the night before, I think it was the night before, Malik went off for Tennessee yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody was going crazy saying, oh, yeah, look, yeah. we passed on it. We should have drafted. We had Malik right there and blah, blah, blah. So I, I hope for his sake that he did well. So he, I mean, you know, just think you have to hear that noise in the, even if he even, if he even pays attention to it. But so um, Malik will make a lot of people mad if he do good because a lot of people pass. Me too. I, I, I was pretty high on Malik. I get why yeah. we passed on him. I understand because yeah. his work over the middle of the field is non-existent. He doesn't yeah. throw there. I yeah. didn't catch the game yesterday. I think the Titans played yesterday. But I thought Ritter outplayed him. I thought Ritter looked better, especially as far as working within the construct of your offense. I thought Desmond Ritter looked – I was much more comfortable with mm-hmm. him back there. I did too. And I think that was kind of a knock on Malik was that the Liberty offense was not exactly – That's him. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was him, but I mean, like, it wasn't exactly super intricate either. It was kind of like yeah. a you know one or two read at ma- two at the most, and then take off type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. man, so, they running up and turning around. Yeah, that's, Hugh Freeze the whole something, <laughs> something yeah. different. There at no, Liberty. Exactly. I mean, like I, yeah. I mean, you know, when I watched we, when we did the um, the draft, a lot of the draft shows. I mean, like I, I the I think the the old Miss game. You could see then, like Malik was trying to take over that game himself. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't because it was. I mean, you could tell a difference in levels of like, I mean, the Ole Miss defensive line was destroying their offensive line. Yeah. He had no mm-hmm. choice. He had no chance, mm-hmm. and so he was, you know, trying to make more of what he could. So I think now he's got the learning curve for him is going to be a little steeper than Ritter, because Ritter was the guy for so long in Cincinnati, and he was a leader, and he was a little bit wiser beyond his years, you know. So I mean, you know, we'll see. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to see him develop too. Um, and then at the end, at the end of the game, man, I mean, like we talked about, Algier steps up in there and takes on the blitzer, stones him, Ritter rolls to the right, founds what, Bernhardt <laughs> for the – for the uh, that dude's had a pretty good camp too uh, when with a pretty stacked receiver room. I mean – Bernie, Bernie as Coach Smith calls him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He – um there was a little uh, clip uploaded by the social team of him beating Sauce on a touchdown the other Saw day. That. So, hey, let's go, Bernie. Come let's on. Do it. I'm all about it, man. That's great. I mean, I love to see it. And uh, I mean, there was, I don't know, there was, there was times during the the game. It's like you kind of, or I did. I mean, you kind of forget that, like, damn, this this is a rookie in his first game. Like he looked that that comfortable, you know. I mean, yeah. which was cool. It was really cool to see. I mean, so, I mean, and, in, and Tyler, I was so proud of because not only will he be able to pound in the tough yards, but the block, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, how many afraid. times could yeah. Matt Ryan have used a running back that could get up and block like that? So you, yeah. it's a priceless thing. I cannot Not wait. Often. I feel like Mike Davis, actually, the one thing he did well last year was that. He was an excellent blocker. There was actually another highlight. He's with Baltimore now of him putting some some edge on their butt during that first preseason game. So he did that well. It didn't do much else well for us. He didn't do much running, yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, unfortunately. Tyler can do both, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I was huge on Tyler. I was, I was my guy. I was the only guy that I got right uh, about yeah. when I did our, our draft. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but that was, you know, we'll see how he turns out. But another dude we that, need to get, that – We need him to get more run this weekend. Agreed. Sure. I want to see yeah, him. Monday, we play Monday, which is pretty cool. We play yeah. Monday. He yeah, will, I think. I think he'll play more. Yeah, and then, um, and then well, I mean, you know, this running backs, I mean, Caleb Huntley looked. Surprisingly, I mean, like he, yeah. like he took a step forward, and 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 uh, Q man, Quadri Austin was running the ball mean. He was running with the ones. Yeah, that's yeah. um, that's something I've never been. I've never been a big a big Allison guy. I've always thought he was just another guy, but he stuck around for a while. He scratched and clawed his way to stay on this roster, and um, if he continues to get runs, mon- run runs with the ones Monday night, that's gonna be that's gonna say a lot about his roster mm-hmm. security, in my opinion. Right, yeah, no, I agree. Um, another guy that I liked a lot uh, that we hoped was going to come through big this year because he entered the season well last year was Taquan Graham um, on mm-hmm. the defensive line. He looked like he's took took a, took a big step forward too. Which I mean, Grant, I mean, any help on the defensive line uh, is welcomed <laughs> compared to what we dealt yeah. with last year. Um, but I mean, what did you like? What you saw from him too, Kenny? Absolutely, yeah. He's um. I mean, we assumed heading into camp that him and Marlon would be competing for that five-tech spot. Marlon, unfortunately, hasn't been able to get any momentum going since he's gotten here. He's mm-hmm. hurt now. It is what it is. But TQ in, his, in Marlon's absence has not only, like, firmly made that spot his own, but he's impressed in the action I've seen him in as well. And mm-hmm. I know the coaches, Coach Pease and Coach Smith, have both been singing his praises. So I think you can – not pencil, you can pen him in for that starting five-tech spot right now. Yeah, I know. I know my guy Adam. I know you guys have had him on before too. He's yeah. huge on TQ. So oh, that's, him, yeah. that's a dub I got to give him mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, he called that one early on. He hasn't yeah. started yet, but I'm I'm excited about TQ. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I, yeah, it sucks for Marlon. I mean, like, I think Marlon had had lost some weight, and he was more. I mean, he's always had like the attitude to like you thought like, yeah, this guy's gonna be. You know, he's got the that that mentality. He's like, he's gonna be good. And then it just hadn't, like you said, it just hasn't worked out. And then I think he just had his knee scoped a few days ago. So he's going to be missing the rest of camp that at least. Sad, so, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I still think Marlon will make the roster. I think mm-hmm. what they need to do is um, it's PUP or IR. They can put him on one. They can't put him on IR yet, actually. Here's how it goes. He needs to be active for the first day of the regular season. Then they can put him on IR, and that'll be a short-term six-week stay, I believe. And then they can mm-hmm. activate him down the line. So I think his okay. roster spot will still be safe. Yeah. I mean, he's still got second round capital. I know it's not this regime, but he's still a right. second rounder, young guy, relatively cheap contract at a position where we don't have many other options. So I don't think that cutting him would be the answer here. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and then uh, we kind of saw similar play from what we saw last year with the offensive line. Um <laughs> Well, I mean, it's going to make a big difference. It's going to make a big difference this year with the quarterback that can run. We just we know that. I mean, we can a quarterback that can move the pocket when your line's not that great anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to help. But I mean, you know, we're still going to need the quarterback 
to go uninjured through the through the through the year. So I mean, like, you know, watch. I, I expect to see Ritter. I don't expect him to be um, uninjured with yeah. our offensive line. It's well, he, that's, unfortunately, that's been Mariota's. I mean, right? I mean, he hasn't yeah. been able to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, career. he's always nicked up. It's always something. He hasn't missed as many games as you'd think, but he's been injured just as much, if not more, yeah. than yeah. you think. And yeah. um, like, I'll give it to Matt. I remember the 49ers game specifically last year, the hits that guy was taking were out of control. I could not believe that he stayed in every snap. Like he would get up every hundred percent of the time. Yeah. yeah I don't know a, if I would have gotten up. I, I might've been, I might've laid down on the ground, taking a few off, but <laughs> no, oh, I remember yeah. he had blood on his Jersey. Man, <laughs> no, I forgot the... about the blood against the Panthers. Yep. Yeah. He be, man, he had blood. He a gangster. Matt Ryan yeah. is a real soldier, man. man mm-hmm. I, no, I think uh, the that game review um, show, Mike, um, I used the cover of it for all that was was Matt running to the end zone with literally five 49ers. Yes, I know exactly. The, yes. That's the exact there's, play I think of. There's not one Falcon to be seen. This yeah. is like five dudes coming at him, and he's, he's like – He's just he all don't care. no other options. Yeah. He's like, well, shit, I got no choice. So yeah. he puts his head down and – oh, man. He think he Walter Payton or somebody, man. It's just Matt Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I know, I, I mean, but yeah, Mayfield, if, if, well, if Mariota takes those hits that Matt did last year, oh, ain't no, no way. No way. No, Ritter no. is going to, man, I'm going to tell you, I expect to see Ritter because I just, I want to see that line do better. And I haven't even seen a semblance of, uh, okay, they got that, but it's, it's still preseason. I don't want to judge, but no, here's crazy. So, uh, PFF, which we have a kind of a love hate relationship with. I mean, I, I, I like I like their scoring, but I think there's definitely some some flaws in it um, from time. But yeah, they rated Mayfield fairly high that game. Um, which, if you watched it, I didn't see a whole lot of see, really really yeah. good stuff um, from. I mean, like he. But they do anything sometimes, though. It's like I think they just roll the dice. Well, just... their offensive line um, scores are so it's bizarre, so frustrating because. Yeah, Mayfield, I forget the exact score. I think it was like high 70s or something yeah. like that he had. He didn't sniff and a, he he didn't did sniff not a 50 play last well. year. I don't now <laughs> listen, you got I don't know where you guys stand on this. There are fans on Twitter saying he should be cut yesterday and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not there yet. I don't think you can cut ties. Man, I think he should be cut like cut, cut from the stuff he done. <laughs> like cut. I don't mean cut just to cut from the team. Like cut, like cut, cut. He gotta uh, get out of there, man. Why are you saying you say I I have to hear this from you, Kenny? What do you see in him that would have you say, I see something? Like, what is it you see that you say, it's, I could work with something? Well, I'm, I'm looking at it more of, um, more inter- now this might be a dumb way to look at it. And I'm not saying Mayfield's going to develop into anything significant. All right. I just think that cutting him would be jumping overboard a bit. Um, he's still young. He's very raw. He was, a young, he was always a younger, more raw prospect, so him starting and giving us like above average play right now would have been that, that was a bit of a stretch when we took him. Okay. I just think that he's young, he's cheap and cutting him to bring in some practice squad guy from another team who we'd have to either cut bait with or resign next year. It just makes more sense to keep him and see if he can become anything at all. Hmm. I just like from a financial standpoint, like, he's young and cheap and that's really what he's got going for more than anything else <laughs> youth and a cheap contract but those are like that those are the kind of guys with where we're at with pushing 60 mil dead cap yeah. i'd rather just hang on to those guys and you know see what's what and if we don't he's not forced right now into starting for us because thankfully wilkinson has come in and done a surprisingly good yeah job. yeah 
Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's. I don't. Yeah, I think Wilkinson will probably nail that if he hadn't already nailed that starting job. Kenny, down, a I good person, he, man. He he got a good heart because he don't want to see <laughs> He want to save the whales and he helped me kittens out of trees. Let me let me tell you this: if um, if this was a team that I thought was pushing for a division title and making a like deep playoff push, I'd okay. be much more inclined to say cut bait with Mayfield. Great yeah. point. Great point. It ain't good. Yeah, that's a great point, Kenny. Yeah, I, and we and we talked about it, Atlanta. I mean, you know, last season he was kind of forcing that position where he hadn't really played yeah. before. And I mean, like he was having to learn and not just like learn on the fly, but start and, and learn on the fly. So, yeah. and granted, there were some times where you're just like, dude, like, do you even know what you're yeah, like, it was. You have to put your hands on the person. Like, yeah. you know, like there was some just like mind blowing. Man, times. It was some times I was like, are you lucid? His like, reputation you, as a player you, was ruined after week one. What Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave oh did in that game. Fletcher and we'll Cox always said, have the meme yeah. where Matt laying straight on his face, like yep. <laughs> like dead body. Yep. <laughs> and Mayfield just standing over him like, huh, yeah. fuck someone. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tough initiation, though. Fletcher Cox and those guys. I mean, that's, that's a Fletcher tough Fletcher Cox thing. is the worst initiation <laughs> you can ask for in NFL. The baptism. Welcome yeah. to the Baptism. It is baptism. Yeah, absolutely. So, he yeah. Probably I mean, read the Bible after that. He, he, believe me, he knows scripture. He going to church. He, he going, he got blessed. <laughs> he got blessed in Fletcher Cox, a serious animal, man. That's a for sure. Yeah. Um, well, well, hold on, John. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, hold on, man. You want to say something, Kenny? Go ahead. Yeah, real quick, because we were talking about the PFF scores and then we talked about Mayfield and that, yeah. that, that, that'll take a conversation a whole nother way. But the way they do it is like they combine like the passing grade and the uh, the run the pass blocking grade and the run blocking grade, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because Mayfield, his run blocking grade was up there, and I thought he looked yeah. all right in the run game, but his mm-hmm. ru- his run blocking grade was really high up there. I think it was like high eighties, maybe low nineties, and his pass blocking grade was like a twenty eight, right? Oh, so and they merged that together. Yeah. They got the seventy, whatever it was, and this they did the same thing with Trevor Penning for the Saints, who looked god-awful against the Packers, yep. was letting up pressures, terrible pass-blocking grade, but he got a good run-blocking grade, so it bumped his overall grade up into, like, high 80s or something like that. So mm-hmm. just the way that PFF scores their offensive linemen, you, it's a very difficult reference to use with any type of accuracy. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. Yeah, Hey, I yeah. got to uh, – all right, here, here's what I want to do, Kenny. I'm going to just throw uh, – this called man, rapid fire. I'm going to throw, like, man, five – man uh different names at you and i just want you to tell me real quick what you expect from them in the upcoming season all right all right it'll be random names trey lance pro bowl Ooh. Deion jones backup Ooh, shit yeah julio jones <laughs> mm. Mediocrity. Okay. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Exceed expectations. Cam Newton. Out of the league. Shit. All right, I got one more. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Regression. Ooh, shit. Hey, he it's was the son. So hold on, man. We got to talk about a few of them. It's got to right, Yeah, sometime. I figured. Let's, let's start. We can start from the top. <laughs> I, okay. Hold on, man. Deion Jones, you for sure backup. Where things are trending right now. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I don't think anyone's going to want to take on that contract. Some of the teams that could have, like the Jets, like who would they sign? Um, Ex-linebacker was on the Saints. Uh, Quan Alexander. They well, signed Quan Alexander okay. when they could have had Deion Jones. They didn't want him. 
Dallas, they signed some Anthony Barr when they could have had Deion Jones. Okay. It's like the places he could have been traded to are drying up quickly. We're going to need a significant injury to a contender with cap space for someone to like throw anything our way, I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a lot of credentials to meet for, to get someone to trade for Deion Jones, you know? Yeah. Now he's missed all of the, he's been with the team, which actually is a good sign. Great, yeah, it's really good sign. Having with the team, but he's missed all this install, everything he needs to needs to get caught yeah. up to speed on. Um, Rashawn Evans seems to be pretty, pretty locked into one of those starting jobs. And we know what Rashawn Evans is, but that that's a good thing too. We know what we're getting. We're getting a, a defensive fullback who's going to blow up blockers and try and make tackles. And that's something we need. That's something Debo was not at all. Foy wasn't that either, but he did a decent job at it. All right. Mm -hmm. Then the other spot, I mean, Michael Walker's come in and he's done a lot of good things. I actually think he had a bad game uh, Friday night against the mm -hmm. Lions. I don't mm -hmm. think he played that well, but it is what it is. And then we, Troy Anderson was a second round pick. Nick Kwiatkowski is a veteran that has familiarity with a lot of defensive coaches on this team. I think it's an uphill battle for Deion Jones to come back in and grab a starting spot. Now, I don't think they're going to cut him. I don't want to cut him. We don't, it doesn't make much sense no, to him. No, we no, get no. one million in cap room or something like that. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to cut him just for the sake of cutting him. Yeah. So putting all those pieces together, it looks to me like he's going to come in and be a backup. I don't know if he'll play special teams because that's a lot to like. I could see him not wanting to do that, which yeah. then when he starts refusing to do things, or if not when, sorry. If he starts refusing to do things the coaches ask him, then maybe he gets cut. But right now I see a guy that's going to come in, maybe play some special teams, but most of all kind of be like a passing down sub linebacker who can come in and maybe take the spot of Rashawn or something on passing downs. Ah, and that's tough. And, and you think that uh, Mr. Rogers regresses. You think he's going, he hit his peak now, he's coming down. I mean, back-to-back -back MVPs, man. I don't think he got a third one in a row, and I'm not yeah. without not without Tay Adams. Mm -mm. Yeah. But most of the regression, I believe, will – I think that Green Bay is going to be a very, very run-heavy offense. They, they've no, been yeah. kind of training that way for a while, but I yep. think that Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, it's their time, and Rodgers will just kind of operate within the offense. Yeah. yeah so I think he'll, like, he'll still – he's not jumping off the cliff. He'll still play fairly well overall, but – Age and losing probably the best receiver in the NFL and being a more run-heavy team, I think, mm -hmm. will lead to some regression, yes. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't happy with his uh, receivers uh, either so far this training camp. He's been yeah, pretty I – mean, That's been one place we might have them beat. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. One more, though. Hold on. So, Trey Lance, is yes. he's going to take off this year. Yeah, take off. Draft him all your fantasy leagues. I have yeah. very little doubt that Trey Lance is – he's going to be a guy, man, and it hurts. I really wanted him in that draft, but it is what it is. Yeah. And it's not only it's not only Trey Lance who has some of the best rushing ability we'll see out of a quarterback this season. It's he's operating a Kyle Shanahan offense. And if you take like, OK, so the fastest I forget what the exact status, it's like fastest to 4,200 yards or something. It's Patrick Mahomes. And number two is Nick Mullins. Right. Mm -hmm. Fastest to 4,200 passing yards. <laughs> That's because he had Shanahan, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's – Shanahan's going to get the most out of Trey Lance. And I think that when you have a ball of clay, you can mold into anything you want it to be like Trey Lance. And then one of the most sophisticated, genius offensive play callers in the NFL, I think you put those together and great things are going to happen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm all in on Trey Lance this year. Then you have the weapons. Think, too. Their Shanahan. offensive line is going to be bad. Yeah. But I think I think they'll be all right, and I think Trey Lance is destined for stardom.
No, nah, yeah. Huh? No, nah, I, yeah, I was high on Trey too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's, there's not a whole lot that you can look at him and say like, yeah. I mean, when Probably. what you see we did in college, yeah, right. What you see yeah. we did in college, and then he's had he's, he's sat now for you know longer than I thought he was going to be sitting. To be honest, um, so I mean, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, he's yeah. I think he's he, he's got some weapons, and like you said, the offensive line is going to be maybe mediocre, but dude can move. Dude's smart. They can make all the throws. I mean, it's like you said, we got Shanahan back there. Just a mat. I mean, you saw what he did with us. Yeah. I mean, he made Mike Mullins I mean, look good. Like, <laughs> good rapid fire. Kenny is man. He's sharp with it. He he real decides. He didn't do a lot of uh. uh. Hey, you, you got you guys raised the bar on here, man. I'm just trying to be at my yeah, best. Yeah, you real decisive. <laughs> I like it, buddy. I, I love it. I love it. Oh man. All right. So, uh, Kenny, who for you, if, if, if anybody yet has exceeded your expectations in this training camp or just in general, since you know, I'm now, I want to hear this that, yeah, maybe if, you want, you got to pick super, one, Kenny, if you weren't super high on that, you're like, Oh shit, he's actually, well, there's Not, one I have to pick by default and I don't want this guy to be my answer, but it's Elijah sure. Wilkinson. Cause I thought he was yeah. a fringe swing tackle for the team. Now he's a starting left guard. It looks like, okay. So he'd be the guy that's exceeded, exceeded expectations the most. Um, <clears throat> Another guy, which I don't, I don't feel good about him, um, him keeping the spot, is um, uh, Mike Ford. Oh yeah, Mike Ford. He's getting starting. To, so Maurice Williams, our special teams coach, was with the Lions, and Mike Ford was kind of his ace guy there. So he mm-hmm. brought Ford over to be primarily special teams. But him getting um, starting snaps at the nickel position is very surprising to me, and I don't think he necessarily looked great there. And I don't think he'll hold that spot. We'll see where Isaiah Oliver's at in his rehab. But he's a guy, just the fact that he's getting so much consistent run with the ones is someone that's really exceeded my expectations. Now, I don't know how he'll fare there. I don't think it's a long-term thing, but he's done a good job of setting himself up to be a roster lock. Yeah, I agree with that, man. Yeah, I mean. Now, is it uh, anyone who you think is like shit in the bed. Somebody you like, man, what the hell is he doing so far? Somebody who you <laughs> expected way more of? Hmm. I mean, I don't want to bully Mayfield too bad. He had a back injury. We're not going to get in all that stuff. <laughs> that, um, was, well, that was funny. No, man, nobody. Kenny is saving Jalen. Hey, hey, man, <laughs> shout out to Jalen, man, because Kenny is, is saving you on the show, buddy. Hey, man, all, all, all of the, uh, the group chats I'm in, the Falcons talks I do, the spaces, it's just beating that man like a heavy yeah, bag. No, oh, I, yeah. I don't need, yeah. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> um, other than that, it's been, I think it's been pretty much as expected. I personally thought there was a chance that Nick Kwiatkowski earned a job with the ones. I thought there was an outside shot of that happening. I didn't, okay. I thought that he could maybe start over Michael Walker, which I didn't want because Walker, you know, is our own draft pick. I see, I see some potential in him. Yeah. yeah I like Mike. is someone that hasn't been able to do that at all. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I think he got some run with the ones on base downs at the very beginning of camp, but he hasn't done much since I know he's injured, but right. that's a guy that's kind of my personal expectations. I thought yeah. he'd mix it up, but he hasn't gotten there. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. One, one player, Offense and defense, who you're the most jacked about this season. Okay. Rookie so, or vet. Or what? I yeah, that rookie, rookie, rookie or, or vet. vet. Doesn't matter. Anybody, yeah. Okay. The rookies are always fun. Um, and this is – I'm sorry for the boring answer here, but offense, I'd be lying if I didn't say Kyle Pitts. Right. I mean, you okay. talk about taking the rocket ship to the top. I, like – he's going to do some things this year. 
I don't I care think. who's playing quarterback. He's his skill set can can rise above, no pun intended, mm-hmm. rise up over any kind of limitations <laughs> the quarterback may have. I think I think there's a Pro Bowl year in his future for sure. Maybe mm-hmm. even an All Pro one if, if we're behind and passing a lot. Oh yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts. I'm so excited to see what he can be. He's there's no one in the NFL like him right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see him reach that potential. Defensively. I am very excited to see Richie Grant in his second year, if he can become a guy for us or not. That was probably the draft pick I was most excited about last year. So it was very frustrating. Yeah, John was too. That's John. John Good stuff. Yeah. It was so, you're with me then. It was so frustrating. Yeah, man. Just on the sidelines and not getting these looks. And we got Eric Harris and Deron Harmon out there. Like it was just, why it, it pained me. It pained <laughs> yeah. me to see that week in and week out. And he displayed, he displayed a lot of the attributes that you'd like to see when he was at UCF in college, he mm-hmm. played well in the box. He played well center field. He yeah. could come up and make tackles. Like I just, I need to see him in a full-time gig this year and see what I can get 17 games of Richie Grant and see where we're at at the end of the season. Cause I think, I think we'll be in a pretty good spot. And based on all the camp reports I've read, it seems like he's doing very well. So yes, mm-hmm. Richie Grant is who I'm most excited to see on this defense. Yeah. And he Why is. Why do y'all think we all how him? It don't matter who I speak to. John started it. He would, he would talk about this dude. Like he hasn't like uh, materialized all the way, but we all still hype about him. Uh, like, why is that? Well, I think we uh, all love Richie Grant. No matter who you see talk about him, they'd be like, "I'm trying to tell you, I think he's going." Well, if you if you talk to guys like like that watch a lot of college, like I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. you do, Kenny. I do absolutely. Um, so, like you, you you saw what the guy was, and like he like he was just saying at UCF, and you saw what he could do really well. So, all the stuff he thought that that he does do well translates mm-hmm. to the NFL. It's just I a matter you. of him getting that. You know, like we talked about a little bit last year. Not only are you, is it your, you know, you're a rookie, but also you're getting thrown into a pretty complicated defense. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. And, and Dean made reference to it. Like, I don't think he wanted to throw him on the bus and say, you know, he's an idiot, but he was just, yeah. you know, basically was saying, you know, he's not maybe picking up his stuff as quickly as yeah. some of the other guys are. Now I think that might've been like week 10 or 11 last year. Um, when everybody was asking him, you know, why, why is Richie not seeing the field more or whatever? Um, but yeah, I think that's just, he's just taking some time to kind of get now you, you, heard the interview i think i think it was with tori mclaney or somebody uh two or three weeks ago before it was before right when cam got started and he was talking about how comfortable how much more comfortable he feels now he says like night and day from this year to last year about how he feels what his role is in the defense what his responsibilities are you know because it's you know when bullets start flying man it's a whole other that's a whole other thing it's like it's yeah. one thing to know it and, and understand it but it's when when you're on the field being able to execute it which is what we're hoping we see this second year, year. it's so, the second year in the yeah. system i think he's gonna be flying past yeah, because I mean, dude, you look—he's got—he's got the—he's your prototypical size. Yes, I mean, like he, like, like, can you say he'll kill step in the box, take on blockers, take out running backs? I mean, he's good playing that centerville position. I mean, like, just yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's not. A, I mean, if he can reach that potential, then we, we, like you said, we will have a guy there. I mean, like for sure. Yeah, so. very well-rounded player. And mm-hmm. um, when he was at the Senior Bowl for his draft cycle, he was one of the best looking players out there. I remember the most surprising thing was they do those one-on-one man coverage drills, which ask anyone that's ever played DB, those drills are a nightmare to go one-on-one with a receiver. Yeah. You're, you're starting in a losing spot already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he looked very good doing that, which I don't know how well he'll play man in the NFL. I've heard he's done some good things against Kyle Pitts when no one else has been able to outside 
Terrell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the the talent, the draft capital, it's just, I think he's an exciting player in a position of need and a position that's becoming more and more important as the years go by in the NFL. Yeah, and well, that, well he's probably a good point too, is he's going against Kyle Pitts mm-hmm. in practice. He's going against yeah. maybe one of the best in the league, you know, in it practice. It can only make you better. If you right. can cover Pitts one-on-one, you're a superstar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw, well, I think it was, wasn't it Pitts burning Gardner yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, so, I mean, it's, yeah. Um, so, looking at the rest of NFC, NFC South, man. So, we'll have, we've, we've got a, our, we have, we have a, Mike and I have a really good friend who's uh, from just outside of New Orleans, huge Saints fan. So, we have him on before and after, well, before the weeks when we play the Saints, just nice. to kind of get, like, their view of things. So, try to keep an idea what's going on there. But, like, so, what do you, what's your thoughts on the rest of NFC South? Is it just Tampa Bay and the other three of us are, like, fighting it out or or what? So, Falcon Super Bowl, Kenny. Falcon Super Bowl. <laughs> Here we go. First team to go 17 and 0 in the regular is not. <laughs> there you go. See, that's me. That's, that's Mike. That's me. There we go, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that um, so when you did your um quick take segment and Baker Mayfield, I said exceed expectations. The bar right. is so low for him. Like, I don't right. think he's anything special at all. Mm-hmm. But he'll be so much like they had Darnold back there last year, and he'll he'll do much better than Darnold. I think mm-hmm. that and a healthy McCaffrey. I think the Panthers will be hovering around 500. I think they'll be better than people expect, to be honest. That defense has some pieces. How good of a team in the scheme of things will they be? Not very good, but I think they'll have a better record than people expect. Okay. The Bucs, I mean, they're loaded up. They're ready to make another run. The Brady absence is kind of weird, not going to lie. I don't know. I've never heard of anybody taking 10 days off in the middle of training camp. So there is some, there's a little bit of sketchiness going on in Tampa, mm-hmm. but I think they'll be all right. I can't bet against the guy until he gives me reason to. Yeah, agreed. So Bucks will be Bucks will be good. They'll be contending in the NFC, and I think the Saints are going to be probably a wild card team. I'd say. I think they've got some good things going on. I hate to say it, it's hurting me right now because mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys are with me. I can't oh. stand the Saints. And no offense to no offense to your buddy there that you guys talked to before the games, but yeah. No, um, no, full offense. I, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that Jameis will play better ball than people expect, and they'll be a wild card team. I think that Michael Thomas, d- despite you know him maybe being a little overrated in his heyday, mm-hmm. he's become a bit underrated now because people forgot about him. He's still a pretty good receiver. Landry's kind of washed, but he'll he'll give them something better than they had last year. And then I think Olave is a really good player too. Yeah, that was got a great Kamara, mm-hmm. one of the better offensive lines in the league. I think it's going to be really hard for Jameis to screw this up. Man, but if just, anyone can, it's him. Hold on. I just got to interject and give Kenny props, man. To hear somebody say that Michael Thomas was overrated in his heyday. The man caught a lot of passes because he was throwing a lot of passes. It he was an extension amazing. of their running game is what yeah. it was when they threw to Michael he, he was the running game. So mm-hmm. he was a bunch of just, you go up, turn around, I got you. Yep. But y'all act like he was like the second coming of Jerry Rice. But, no, it, was uh, common, it was a combination of He's really good at short routes. He creates yes. great separation off the line. Won't take that away from him. But it's a combination of that and Bree's arm being absolutely cooked when he when yeah, he, so. when it was he, short was ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that adding the honey badgers to their defense, unfortunately, was a really yeah, good Yeah, I forgot move, about I that one. That's, yeah. that's the man. Yeah, that's yeah, the man. Yeah, he he just his just his leadership. Oh, and they defense. got um I, I did forget someone. They got the safety from the Jets who was pretty good before he got hurt. Oh, yeah. What's his yeah. name? Uh, 
blanking on it too. But and they got Penny, the uh, offensive lineman, the mm-hmm. one they said was supposed to be so, you know, great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's had he's had he's had an up and down camp. He got thrown out of one for uh extra stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was famous for. Pound for pound, called it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Yeah, staying on the staying on the field, he can't do that very well. Yeah, they got uh, Marcus May. That's who they got. Marcus, Marcus May. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah. So, um, all right, man. So we're gonna get into uh, well, two things. Uh, the Falcoholic simulated. Uh, I saw this today. Simulated the season on Madden. Oh. Which I, yeah. Okay, I, I like it. Which is fun. Like yeah, it's well, yeah, it's like, you know, people take the like shit too seriously. And I'm like, whatever. But um, so they it's what's hilarious is right out the gate, and I, I mean we'll, we'll go over these scores just because they're funny to me. Um, week one, we beat the Saints 45-34. Hey, right. yeah, week right. two, we beat the Rams 38 to 24. Totally oh, we're realistic. Simon, we're simming on rookie, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, week three. Beat the shit out of the Seahawks 31 to 3. Okay. All right. So then it kind of goes south uh, a little bit. We After win. all that? <laughs> right. We, how? We win one more game the rest oh, of the season. Man. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a. Uh, man. Yeah. So the only other game we win is uh, the Saints again uh, on week 15, we 28 17. As long as we sweep the that's- Saints, buddy. That's a great season. That's a great season. That's <laughs> a winning season to me. Yeah. Four yeah, games. We, yeah. So we, yeah, we, the, what was the funny one was, uh, the, oh, yeah, it was a high school, the Steelers 52 42, freaking ridiculously high scoring game. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, see, Commanders, we lost 30 25. That's one team we'll I think we can actually beat. Uh, but yeah. I think the we'll Seattle, have. I think we can beat Seattle. I do too. I do too. I mean, yeah, that too. So, I, you know, I just thought that was funny because it's funny seeing the responses to these people freaking out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all take this shit way too seriously. So, man. Ken, the, the pros have told us that we should expect to win two or three games. I mean, I, it don't matter who the pros are. They all agree two or three games. I say, fuck no. I say there's no way that's happening. I think not two or three. What do you think? Ken, if you had, I'm not going to it. I'm not saying we went out the Super Bowl like undefeated. Yeah, no three games, man. We are better no. than that. How do no, you feel? I, I I think we'll do better than that as well. Despite you know how this team is right now, where we're at in this rebuild, mm. reset, whatever you want to call it. Vegas has the line. Last time I looked at um four and a half games. Okay, is, it's going up, John. Yeah, <laughs> which is low. It's real low, yeah, but yeah. I would I would smash the over on four and a half games for this team for sure. Yeah, I think um I think 6 is a number I feel fairly comfortable with to be yeah. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Come on, said- Kenny man, get the 8, Kenny. Come on. Is there <laughs> any way I could get you to 8? Is that is that is that off the table? 8. 8 is off the table. I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, I, I, I said. <laughs> Damn, you gotta call, call up Terry. Wow. Have him make a few more moves. Looks like you want to bring Rope on in here. You want to bring Jesse Bates on down. Then, then we'll be hitting eight. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I I called seven. I think last week, week yeah, before. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. that was that's if we you know do everything right. Because I think I yeah. think I I think we're going to upset a team or two that we're not supposed to beat. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you know, and I think that we'll probably lose a few that we probably should have won. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It's just, you know, that's the NFL. You let, never really can tell. Let me put it to you this way. Last year, we finished as on a point, a points differential basis, 
the worst seven win team in the history of the NFL, right? That's hilarious. Now, if we can be the best six win team in the history of the NFL this year, I'll take that as an upgrade. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, it'll be, it'll be disappointing if we're at like five or six, though, because that's, I mean, if we lose a few other ones, we're probably getting, you know, a quarterback. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Jalen Carter, you know, Will Anderson, you know, like, like yep. they, they, but those guys are going to be gone the first two or three, four picks anyway, yeah. along with Bryce Young and CJ. Long Stroud. way to go, but, but there's a there's a there's a big four I'm looking at in this draft right now. Long way to go though. We don't got for get sure. Exactly. That. Exactly. Our, our schedule is tough. No joke. That's yep. that's the big thing. Our schedule is no joke at all. Yep. Like besides for like the Commanders, the Seahawks, maybe the Steelers, the Panthers a couple times. That's <clears> a we we play a lot of franchise quarterbacks, man. And Kenny, so so hold on, I got a good one for you. All right. Would it be better for us next season if we were to if we win seven games and we build because the people that we beat were tough opponents mm-hmm. and we get some, oh man, we can win because we had everything that was happening and we still hit seven games and we got our cap room now now we really got confidence yeah now would that help us more than if we sucked and we got like i'm will anderson for who do you like what to you is the more strategic thing for long-term success and that's like such a touchy subject you just brought up and that's what I said at the top where they're trying to rebuild, which if you're rebuilding, it'd be great. You to did say yeah. top three picks, but then you're trying to put down a winning culture. And then, you know, the seven wins would obviously help that more. So it's such a fine line and a hard spot to be in. And I can't give a black and white answer because to me, it all revolves around how the quarterback position looks mm-hmm. like if we're, if we get to seven wins with mediocre quarterback play somehow, I'd rather have the top pick so we can, you know, Agreed. kind of solidify this future. Okay. If that, make, if that makes any sense. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's all about the quarterback situation. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I, a good answer. You, John? No, that's similar. Like, I hate to say, you know, you never want to, like, what drives me crazy every year is when you see fans, like, wanting to lose. Yeah, and, it's like, tough. I've, like, I've been there before. It's real. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm it's not. like, it's a shitty, like, it's, like, you never want your team to lose. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you want to go out there and compete and win. Now, like, there were some times when we were terrible. I was like, I want us to compete our ass off, but come up. It's a little short because <laughs> we were like, yeah. you know. like one lines. See, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but I mean, like, there's. Yeah, this is a tough one because, like, can you said, I mean, everything revolves around the quarterback. That's 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 your success in the NFL is how well your quarterback play is. So, like, if Ritter comes out, I don't know. We'll just say this. We'll say, we'll, for Sits and Giggles, we'll say okay. that Mariota makes it six games, and then you know Ritter's in there for the rest of the season to see what we got. You okay. know, and he and he plays really well, and we win six, seven games. Okay, I don't know, eight games possibly if birds, you know, whatever. Um, if that happens, then. I mean, yeah, then I feel better about the I wins. I feel sure. a lot better about the wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not so worried about like, okay, we probably got our quarterback at least good enough to move forward with. We ain't gonna worry about drafting one next year. Mm-hmm. And like we said before, man, like we drafted him in the third round. So worst case scenario, he ends up as a backup. I mean, yeah, it was okay. good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, great, it's a great lottery ticket pick to have. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Yeah. We hit it big. We hit it big. Yeah. Quarter, quality quarterback on a rookie contract. Biggest cheat code in the NFL these days. Yes. 100%. Yes. Um, yeah. Let me let me let me flip this on you, Mike, real quick. All right. 
So we went seven and 10 last year. Would our season have been more successful if we went four and 13? No. Okay. Because. Would you like Evan Neal over? Would you like to have Evan Neal right now over Drake London? It's hard in hindsight, you know, because we just yeah, made it. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I say. No, I don't think I would have the hope I have today if okay. we had a loss. I was like, man, but it's going to take years, years. Just the fact that we won that with a brand new coach and a brand new everything with all with chaos happening without any cat room. The fact, I didn't think that we were supposed to even hit that seven. And we it was supposed to be eight, but like our own coach, he kind of uh, fucked up. With the, was the Redskin game? Oh, or the yeah. Cowboy? He, he, was, he kind of fucked up a game. The Commander was, game, it, for sure. It was supposed to be 500. I thought that was mind-blowing. So it's why I'm hopeful. Because I'm thinking, if you, took the, if you took that squad to 500, I believe our team as a whole to be greater just the quarterback thing, like you said. You cannot, like the way you Matt that. Ryan is and gone, but the team itself, I believe in the second year of the systems, I think they'll be way faster. They play way better. I cannot, and with the, with the new rookies, I'm excited for it. Like I, and I don't think I would do that. If we struggled all last year. I'd be like, man, we had Matt Ryan and we couldn't get this. Yeah. So there's no way I, my, my whole spirit with them. Now I just think if you did that with that, let me see what you do with this. And then in a the year when we get all the money. Now I'm, really high i'd like to say too that um this you know we had a pretty easy schedule last year and it is what it is but it was it was nice to see the atlanta falcons close out football games yes it was against bad teams like the giants and jets and dolphins and all that stuff but i mean back in the you know we've seen it way too many times where we're losing those games in the past and coach smith you know he's he hit his bumps in the road last season but he closed Mm -hmm. out those games and that, that that means a lot that's a that's a really good baby step to take for an organization yeah i think he had a line too well i think he had a great learning experience on that because in that commander game we were up and he did i think it was three straight dives yeah and we got (laughs) two yards and then we had to punt, and then we lost the game and it's like dude like you know have you seen falcons games the last three or four years what we've done (laughs) it doesn't work um but yeah so yeah he's learning on the go too but um yeah i mean I, i just think that if we if we, if we have positive results this year with good quarterback play, we'll be in a lot better spot next year. If the quarterback plays terrible, then, yeah, I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen at that point. I mean, what if this year in the draft, though, Kenny, did you think – I mean, like, what was your thought on, like, the that number eight? Like, did you – were you suspecting a wide receiver? Did that surprise you at all? Or, I was surprised, actually. Yeah, me too. It, it, it was a rumor that for a long time there was a lot of smoke there. But I, I was indifferent to it. I didn't really acknowledge it at all. I always Agreed. thought we were going front seven or defense in general. I mm-hmm. At the time, I really wanted Kyle Hamilton or Jermaine Johnson when we were mm-hmm. on the clock at eight. I know that might be, in hindsight, a little high for those guys, but those Hamilton in particular was the highest guy on my board at the time. Yep. Looking back, I'm not upset we went wide receiver. Drake London isn't the receiver I would have taken. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I would have taken Jamison Williams because – I think that having that field stretching ability with Kyle Pitts would have opened up so much for not just the passing game, but the running game as well. So in hindsight, I would have liked to take Jamison, but it is what it is. I understand the vision of Arthur taking Drake London. He likes big physical receivers. And I think that having a big physical 
receiver that can play in the slot these days and play that role very well, I think that's a huge trump card to have. I mean, the big slot role or the power slot, as some have deemed it, mm-hmm. is becoming increasingly more important. You see that with players like, and I'm not putting him on this level, but Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams spent a ton of time as big slots last year, and the production speaks for itself, and it helps out in the run game. So mm-hmm. not the pick I would have made, but I do see the vision, and I'm, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised by it. I, I, I'm, I'm an Alabama fan, so I was hoping for Jamison Williams too. Anyway, yeah. just based on that, solid place for so yeah, long. Yeah. It's like, man, this guy is – I mean, just – you, you, there's no other guy like him that could take the top off the defense. No, and my, my mindset um, at the time was um, the best two tight ends in the league, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you have Tyreek Hill that was taking the top off for Kelsey and Hollywood yep. Brown that was taking the top off for Andrews. I great just fucking that, point, Kenny. Damn great point. I, I thought we would have gotten a lot a lot out of a pick like Jameson Williams, but we're trying to be bullies. We're trying to get I off the bus say, and have yep. everyone shake. Yeah, uh-huh. So, so I'm not mad at the London pick. We'll see how it goes, though. Yeah, I just either. wouldn't have gone that direction. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he uh, once once when we covered him actually in the uh, I think Troy, um, another buddy of ours, was on the show. He he, I think he had Drake, and um, you know, it was at the time a lot of talk about his injury and like you know whether or not he was going to, you know, his speed was kind of the thing that everybody was kind of yeah. is 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 you know is that really going to translate well? And um, I mean, so far so good. I mean, outside of just getting hurt you know, in that first game. I mean, everything else has looked pretty well as far as practices yeah, and the, training camp. I the, mean. the speed was a question for a lot of people, and it still kind of is. You know, we'll yeah. see how he opens up when he gets into the open field in the game situation. Mm-hmm. But similar to how we all took that one pits catch in the preseason last year and ran with it, hey, Drake turned up field on that little 24-yard 24, 24 mm-hmm. catch, man. He, he was hitting them strides. So. I feel yep. I feel good about it. You know, once once you see all these guys play and produce on the field, all of your all those pessimistic feelings go away, right? Oh immediately. yeah. So I got a, I got a good one for you, Kenny. I got a real good one for you, but you got to think on this one, okay? Okay. If you got to pick a past Falcon, anybody that has ever in the history of the team played on the team, right? You can get them at the peak of their talents for one year, one year only. But only for us, but the team we have today for this season. So they have to plug into the team that we have today. Who would you plug in to help us the most for this specific team? It could be any Atlanta Falcon who's ever played. You get them for one season at the peak of their talent. Who can plug in right now? Who would you plug in and play? He's probably, look, he, hey, this going to be good. He thinking, man, he's stroking the beard. I'm telling no. you. <laughs> it's just funny because we started off this pod with the guy I think I would take right now. Who you say, Julio Jones? No, no. I think I would throw Vic in there and see what oh, happens. You, oh, damn, Michael Vic. Hey, he the first one to say first that. First one huh? to say that, yeah. You the first one to say that. It's just <laughs> only for one year, kind of, you know, yeah. muddies the waters a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. That'd be a lot of fun. Michael, hey, yeah, that fun. would be cool. Oh yeah, Michael Vick. Hey, that was a good answer. He the first one to say Vick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna try off Mike. We got a new segment this week. We're gonna try on the show. Basically, real simple. I'll go through some topics. You just say, "Are you in or are you out?" So you're, uh, and it's, and it's this gonna be some, some football, some non-football, a lot of Falcons. Right. Since, right. since, since we are in training camp, like it's gonna be a lot of, a lot of Falcons questions or, or whatever topics. So, first Let's one, first one, Mike. What about you first, man? Mariota will play more than 11 games this season. You and her out. Uh, out. No way. 
Kenny. Out. Oof. This poor guy going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, number two, uh, your comfortable Ritter, what you've seen so far, is RQB of the future? Had to pick oh. right now. I'm out. Out, not enough. Yeah, not enough. Ebiketti will have over six sacks this season. Yeah, hell yes. Is that a uh, in? Well, yes, hell in. If that's a thing, hell in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in too, man. I love AK47. Arnold's my guy. I really have like six is a real tough line. That's a good number you threw at us, but I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Falcons as a team will have over 35 sacks this season. Oh, mm. oh, damn. I would love it, but I, I don't. I don't. I, have. I hate to keep agreeing with Mike. No yeah. offense, Mike, but I'm out. I'm out too. Yeah, I'm. I'm shooting. I'm shooting for 32. Get us two per game, and that's a. That's, Me too. That's great. Two a game. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's still almost double our last year's reduction, which is yeah, how sad that is. <laughs> which is yeah, beyond sad. Um, all right, so we already kind of went across this, uh, and you've already answered me, Kenny. Uh, we will win more than six games, Mike. Yes. Hell yes. And you're right at six, right? Yeah, uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Drake London will have more receiving yards than Kyle Pitts. Out. Oh, no, out. Agreed. Uh, passing on the Kobe Dean for Troy Anderson will prove to be a bad move. I'm Troy Anderson's biggest. No, I love Troy Anderson, so hell no. This is but a Kobe is in the air because you don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. Always look pretty damn good so far. Yeah, he looks pretty <laughs> damn good. Haven't, haven't seen Troy play a snap yet, so this is tough. But I'm going to say, oh man, it all depends if N'Kobe Dean can hold up. He's got he's a linebacker with bad knees and bad shoulders, man. I know. It could be it could be tough. Um, you know what? Just just for the brand, I'm let's go Troy. I'm sticking yeah, with Troy. Uh, see, all right, not a little off football now. Uh, you need or want need to have multiple coffees or caffeines per day to make it one cup uh, no one cup one cup every morning yeah black i, I go uh man man one or none because i don't get into two or three I, I think it would be like the like the tone will go too high i would have to get three or four to, to make it i limit myself to one because i, I usually go to the gym after work and i take pre-workout i can't have that too much caffeine yeah. well hey, that's what well, i'm saying there's, there's caffeine in that was well, yeah exactly so yeah see i've got a coffee in the morning for sure have to Mm -hmm. I have a coffee right now, normally mid-afternoon, uh, which I have right now. And then I'll typically do a pre-workout as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm getting a solid amount every day. But, I mean, yeah. I, I I can, I, you know, everybody's caffeine tolerance is a little different. Yeah, some, for sure. Some people can't handle it at all. Some people yeah. are fine with it. It just depends. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. You will buy or have already bought and play Madden 23 this season. I'm out. I do not have a PlayStation, but I will buy one for Madden. All right, so I'm always on the timeline talking junk on Madden and all that stuff. Last night when I got home, I downloaded it just to play mm. with some of my boys. So I haven't played it yet, but it's downloading. Yeah, so we went, we went, I went and bought it yesterday at Target. Um, my son, of course, you know, like he, he he's he's 100% right now still playing the show uh, on PlayStation yeah. 5 and, yeah. and Fortnite with his buddies. Um, but a few of his buddies has gotten, have gotten Madden. So, yeah, like we'll, we'll end up. Well, no, he still thinks he can beat me, so he, he can't. But well, he's, all, he, he's, he's still putting it on like Hail Mary and all goes. And yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's, he's not too up on like some of the, you know, the, the schemes and no yeah, run plays. Exactly. 
we're slinging that rock yeah exactly yeah that's all that's all he cares about and he's doing all out blitz he's like i'm coming. Yeah. Like, that's all he's <laughs> doing. leaving everybody free yeah yeah, yeah so this yeah so hopefully we'll, we'll see that's what we did last year let's see uh he might be a little bit more uh a little, little, little bit more advanced this year um you are watching hard knocks yes i have not seen it i have not seen it so it's 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 good the last episode was well it was good because we were on it Mm -hmm. i heard but the first episode is excellent the last episode's great and let me i don't want to spoil too much but i'll tell you seeing bernie catch that game winning touchdown and those detroit fans just breathless lifeless (laughs) i want to do that to people when it counts i want to rip it out of people's hearts because yes when it counts it's a damn shame that it took a week one preseason game to see that again, but yeah. it was a great feeling, man. Yeah. Man, let me let me tell you, man. Like I have I've never literally in my life been excited for a preseason game. I was excited for this one preseason game mm-hmm. because because I, I was I watched every snap and not just not just because of the show, but I mean like I was literally I wanted to see all these young guys. I wanted to see mm-hmm. just how we how, how the, the guys in the second year were looking. Like I, I was so excited to see it, man. I, it was fun. It was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't believe this. Like I'm actually like fully in. Like I don't know. It was just different. It was cool. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I'm, it's, it's, no, man, you know, I mean, I I'm I had a little adrenaline rush at the end of yeah. that game, man. It was a hard time going to sleep. <laughs> same here. Yeah, same here. I got I jumped off the couch from the middle to the past. I'm like, shit, I'm so happy over this preseason <laughs> one game. I don't understand it. Um, all right. And this uh, last one, Scooby-Doo is an elite cartoon. It, yes. In. Yeah, man. That's that's maybe a little older for you. <laughs> but, no, that's about right for me. I'm right? not going to say elite, though. It doesn't hit that bar for me. No, no disrespect. No disrespect to Scooby-Doo. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, but... I, I grew up with it. So I, I, uh, had, to, I had to. I, I love Scooby-Doo, but. I can't throw it in the lead. He can't throw it in the lead. Now, oh, uh, hold on, hold on. I got one for you. Kenny, is Matt Ryan elite? He was. Or was, yeah. Was elite. He was, yes. Mm-hmm. So do you think him being with the Colts, it'll be a drop off? Or you think he going up? Or you think he staying, staying about the same? I think that it's an improvement for them, for sure. I mean, Wentz had good stats last year, but if you watched the Colts, it was bad. Um what was that against the Titans when he was backed up in the end zone tie game with like a minute left oh and gosh. he threw a yeah. pick six, like on his goal line. Is, yeah. that, is that the play? Well, yeah. Wentz was so bad that they, that, that was Jonathan Taylor's team for a reason. Not, yeah, and it wasn't no, it just was. because Taylor's a monster. It's because yeah. they had to take the ball out of Wentz's hands to win games down the stretch. Yeah. And when they really needed him to, when all the chips were pushed in the middle of the table, that man couldn't get a touchdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars when they needed to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. to do so. Yeah. so. I think Matt's a big upgrade, even a declining Matt, even a Matt whose arm isn't as great. I think he's an upgrade. I think staying in a dome is such a big plus for him no. too. Oh man, yeah. that, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Colts line. are going to be really good yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, uh, Mike, real quick. So, yep. Uh, man, uh, Kenny put me. Uh, yeah, I have forgot about this until I, I went to his Twitter and he put. Uh, y'all remember when um, Eric Harris uh, hit? Uh, Robbie Anderson. I had forgot about that shit. So I saw, I was like, oh shit, I remember that. I thought he killed that man. He, <laughs> man, he, he let it up. I never, I have been the best all about that until I saw it on your Twitter. Time. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. Got it, man. Hey, when I, whenever I get to post a Falcons defender folding a, yeah. another player in half, I'm going to remember a uh, punter did that to somebody? The other uh, punter? Who didn't? Oh, yeah. oh he oh, missed. Um, yeah. I forgot who he hit. I, I think it was uh, Carolina, wasn't it? 
Dude, I yeah, think he was. was. He was a Falcon the next year. Yeah. Oh, who was that? Yeah, you're he right. Punished somebody. He took somebody off their feet. I remember that. It was the Falcon. He yeah, hit somebody. Who? Then we signed him. He was on the Falcons next yeah. year. Yeah. I never oh, forget. The name escapes me, but yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> that was fun to watch. Eric Harris, man, shout out to you. Yeah, he'll be backing up. Hopefully, cross our fingers. Um. Yeah. So, all right. So, Mike, anything else before we go on to underrated, overrated, man? That was all I had, buddy. All right, man. So underrated, overrated, Kenny. So this is the last portion of the show where we do underrated, overrated. Uh, just so you can you see how it it's gonna go. I'm gonna start it off, and you just just you gotta pick something that you think is overrated and trash it, and you gotta pick uh something that you think is underrated and you gotta praise it. So I'll go first. Uh underrated is including everything in the box. Uh, it, it used to be, man, if you bought something, if it was a camera, something had everything in the box, like the adapter, the plug that I just got me an uh, iPhone and it literally didn't come with a charger. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 it don't come with like AirPods. It don't come with a charger. It don't come with a, like a screen protector. It don't come with a case. It comes with nothing. And you, then you have to go out and spend 200 Plus, if you want to buy everything, but that's how they do for cameras now. For anything you buy, you got to go and buy everything separate. It was a time where they included shit in the box for one fair price. I appreciate that. So that's my <laughs> underrated. My overrated is going to be preseason because y'all panic too much from preseason. <laughs> that's a good one. Like, man, all y'all get and you see a preseason game. And if somebody do a catch, you think he Jerry Rice now. And if somebody drop a I don't know what why we drafted him. I, I, I told you guys we shouldn't have drafted him. So no, man, y'all gotta calm down. It's preseason. It's uh, it is full speed, but it isn't full bleed. If you know what I mean, it, it it isn't everything at top speed. We all know the playbook. This is our best foot forward. It's a, uh, it's between practice and a game. So just reel it in, calm it down, and understand that you're watching a preseason game. Yep, agreed. Can so John, me? say you. All right, so. My underrated, actually, Adam or Damsky on on uh, Twitter, he tweeted out. I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday. He said uh, um, something around the along the lines of, "If you're in Georgia, I don't see how you're not at a, a high school football game every Friday night." Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, kind of dragging him for it. But I'll say, man, underrated is high school football if you're in a good area, because man, like around where I'm at, so mm-hmm. they start the kids at like six U, seven U, like they're they're the same name as our high school right that's in our okay. district and like they start playing and learning segments of the offense and defense that they're playing on that get it all the way up you know it's so like by the time you get to high school i mean you're seeing like it's pretty good kids that have been you know yeah especially those seventh eighth grade kids that are you know in that right before they get into in, get yeah. to, into high school but like i mean dude you can see some really good football on friday nights man i mean you're seeing yeah. guys that are going to go d1 especially around here where i'm at Mm-hmm. and mike you too i mean yeah uh, and uh well kenny are you are you are you in florida yes yep yeah, yeah so tampa's got some florida, pretty... so there's there's a lot a lot of talent around here as well oh yeah so i mean like it's yeah i mean you know we went to a few games just because liam's you know my son's buddy and buddy's older brothers are on the team so like you know we'll we'll go watch you know it was, it's, i'll say it's underrated man you can see some damn good football on friday nights like i said you're seeing kids like i said they're gonna be playing on saturdays and maybe even a few on sundays you know you never know Justin right. Justin Fields went to uh 
what Liam's going to be his, his rival high school, Harrison high school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like his, I mean, he's just down the road, man. Like, so yeah, you, you never got, know. Um, you got a few young quarterbacks come up from that area. You got Trevor Lawrence pretty yep. local to you. I think Davis yeah. Mills wasn't far either. Yeah. Tre- yeah. Trevor was up at Cartersville and we, uh, we play baseball at the same at their, at their high school, actually we'll play on their field oh, sometimes. So yeah. Friday night lights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's huge. In, I know it's huge in Texas, but yeah, yeah. Around, around, I mean, Georgia huge and Florida both put out and see yeah, a crazy amount of talent. And then my overrated kind of pulling off of yours, Mike, a little bit is react like not this preseason, but reacting to the media coverage of the training. Okay. Game. That's like, a good one. Like <clears throat> just chill, man. We had, we got the jets people talking about how they're going to, they're fantastic and we suck. And I'm like, dude, really oh. it's practice on the preseason. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, and you got D-Led, who's normally kind of negative on us anyway. Like, just every tweet's negative, and you know, it, it, like there's no reason to even play the games. You know, like type of thing. <laughs> like, like, just just chill, man. Like, it's let let's let's get to the season. Let's play some damn games. Let's see what we got. Let's not you know go on Twitter and cause ourselves to have an anxiety freaking attack mm-hmm. over you know uh wednesday practice up in new york right that's what i'm saying a practice (laughs) yeah it blew me away watching something like i said like like this year like so this is like this is our our first preseason obviously doing the show yeah so like you know before we you know i'd pay i'd jump on twitter just scroll through it now i pay a lot more attention so it's like seeing the folks just like lose their minds lose their mind it's crazy man it's It's, crazy it's tough yeah the Jets beat reporters haven't helped it at all either. They've been the ones pushing. It's it's crazy to me. Like we're taking victory laps on August twentieth. The Jets joint practices. You're the, you're, the, you're the Jets, bro. Like, the Jets. Yeah. That's so it. you, Kenny, come on, man. Underrated, overrated, man. What you got for us, bro? Okay. <clears throat> so underrated, and nobody feels this way right now. But just wait, and just wait for two months from now. Okay. Underrated is Thursday night football. And okay. These games, they they get a lot of hate and everything, but. It's a football game. Like, in, we got football on. Enjoy. It's Thursday. It. It's, That's yeah, right. It's a Thursday. You don't got nothing else going on. Just have your dinner. Put the game on. Stay up a little later than usual. Tomorrow's Friday. You'll be all right. All right. Thursday night football gets way too much hate, man. Right. I think I was watching the Bears Seahawks um, this past Thursday, I believe, in the preseason, and I was just happy there was football on. You know, yeah. I'll dude. take I'll take poor quality football over no football. Over it's, no football. Dude, it's, so, it's so funny, man, because people will bitch and complain about but the league's politics or the leagues, yeah. they should have did this. They should have done that. And then they're all tuning in on Sunday. And they're all <laughs> tuning in. Like, yeah. Like yeah. The rate, even the, like the ratings for Thursday night football is still through the roof. It blows yeah, any other sport out of the world. It's, it's like, not even close. We got Jags yeah. Texans this Thursday. Great. Sign me up. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Exactly. I'll be tuned in to kickoff. <laughs> exactly. Something. Yeah. And right, then, man, so um, overrated. So you got overrated, Kenny. So overrated is a non-football one, but it's living in a city. And I've kind of I, I've been in a few a few busier cities like Philly, Las Vegas the past couple months, and let me tell you, not for me, man. Mm-mm. Hate traffic. I I hate I hate driving in traffic most of all. Yeah. Too many people, too crowded. the The cost of living in a city is just like, it's, yeah, incredible, incredibly astronomical right now. Like unless you're making some serious bank, yeah. I would hate to live in the city. And even then, I would rather. I, I no, just get that out of here. I, yeah. I, too, too many people, too much going on. Not for so me. Anymore. Maybe when you, I was younger and I liked to party a little bit more, I could yeah. get behind it, but no. I tend to agree with him on that. I think if you're younger, you can just walk to the club. The club is yeah. closed, mm-hmm. everything is closed. But when yep. you get like it's no point. I could go out to like the suburbs and I could 
just way easier for yeah, oh, yeah. I, like I said, I got a two-year-old. I don't want. Yeah, no, I'd rather. I got a backyard out here in the suburbs. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm like, <laughs> well, that was what I ask you. So, are you we, are you like like I want to be straight like country or like kind of in the middle, like just close enough to the city where you can go in and then get out when you need to. Yeah, I'm well, 30 minutes away out. from yeah. 30, yeah. 30 minutes out of Tampa Bay, so yeah. kind of suburb area, pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I want to Florida State have the craziest parties, man. <laughs> I, listen, I've, I've only I've only been up to Tally once, man, and yeah, yeah that's, that, that's pretty yes. accurate. Yeah, Gainesville too, to be honest. Yes, <laughs> crazy. Those Florida schools know how to get down. That's for sure. They party. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that though, because we, uh, Mike and I, both live like on the opposite side, but like of Atlanta, like suburbs of Atlanta. Okay. So like, you know, I went to Georgia State, and I commuted in every day because I was still living on the south. I was on like the southwest side, basically of town, and then I would I commute in and out, and it got old, you know pretty quick Real but i mean fast. but i mean but you know it's college and like you said i mean like we were having yeah. a good time so it wouldn't be but and then we moved to vegas and vegas in compared to atlanta is tiny as hell like you know yeah. you're you're on the strip and then you're out of it and then you're good you know but like and we moved back to atlanta uh yeah i did not want to take a job uh in town because like if you're living in the suburbs dude and anybody around atlanta knows i mean like if you work eight hours you might you're gone 11 hours yeah, yeah it's it's funny yep yeah. hey that's perfect john I'm, I'm preaching over here no cities but i've never lived in atlanta and apparently your guys traffic is just oh, out insane. of control like it's insane it's like like he said if you got to go for like um, eight hours it's truly 11 hours you in traffic both ways 90 minutes and and that's without an accident yeah, I, accident, get comfortable. So if there's no traffic, if there's zero traffic, I can get to downtown in about half hour. Like, yep, no problem. Just like zoom right down. Any morning, no, nah, it's gonna be an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's gonna be, and you get to a certain point, you just sit, and then you you, <laughs> you, inch, just, you and you you inch forward <laughs> about five feet, and then you sit yep. some more, and then I mean, like it's that's how it was going to even in, in you know early two thousands going to to Georgia State. It was that way. I, mean, I was going east west on I twenty, but like. 75 north and south dude like through the town through city yeah it's a disaster I, I, if i the only way i'd work in town right now is if i literally lived inside the perimeter like lived like you're saying like living in town where i could take public transportation or something where i could get there like i'm not like getting on the roads just, there's just too many idiots on the roads man like <laughs> they like you, you know send mike you know where windy hill and 75 yes it becomes like seven lanes yeah yeah and it merges that's yeah. where everybody's like Shoot, this this is F one now, and everybody's like, the, like, <laughs> no, they see do. Who can beat who out of it, dude? It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm with you on that, man. Like, I'll I'll never, unless it's just like, you know, an amazing opportunity. I'm yeah, never exactly. living and working. Okay. Arthur Blank, call me up. I I will come down for you, buddy. Arthur Blank. Yeah. I will I will live downtown if you hire me, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's that'd be the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, we'll close it up, guys. Man, Any, anything else before we uh, get out of here? Mike? That was it, man. I'm excited for the game, man. And the game, I would like to tell everybody this though. Um, before I bought tickets to see any Atlanta Falcon game this season, uh, me and my mom got tickets for the Colts and the Cowboys the first week of December in Texas. So I will have my Matt Ryan jersey on with my Falcons hat <laughs> in Texas Stadium. Now, how about that? That's, that's a cool. good for you, man. That's an yeah. awesome game. I've always wanted to go to Jerry World. Haven't been able to make it, but oh, I've been twice. So okay. this will be my third time going. Does, yeah. it li- does it live up to the hype when you I'm gonna tell you? There? I'm gonna tell you, it is it is spectacular. But have you stepped in like our stadium? No, not the new one, not yet. 
Um, man, our stadium is like better than that one is. Okay. Yeah, our stadium has the screen in the top, but like ours open up and like our stadium has, uh, it's like a fun house. So he had a problem because he put all this stuff uh, in the stadium to do. And like and and I guess like the patrons are stuck in the stadium having fun instead of like watching the game. So they okay they doing the things with the cheerleaders and they playing games and they doing all this because he, he just put all these stuff to do in it. It's it's nice. We got a nice stadium, but like about, second, yeah. yeah, it's like the Dallas stadium. He got a, a TV that come down. It just it's amazing. It's really a nice stadium. But I gotta go see Matt Ryan personally. Yeah, I haven't been able to make it up. I had my kid two years ago, and then last year's season, I didn't really want to, didn't really have the time to make it up there. But I'll be up there soon. I used to go. I went to the Georgia Dome quite a quite a few times, and that that was a great experience. And I'm always always at the Tampa game when we come down here. So, so so do when you come up, man. Hit us up when you come up here. Whenever yeah, you got to hit us up. And I do have to. um, I I have to speak this before we got to speak on this before we leave. Out of the three teams that y'all have in. Florida, who does Florida support the most? Because, like, who does support? Is it, like, the Dolphins? Is it the Bucks, Or is it the Jaguars? Like, who do y'all root for as a state? Who do you see the most? I'm sure it's more regional than anything. It's got to be, right? Like, like South Florida is more. Let me tell you, the Jags are a distant third, way down yeah. there. You okay. outside, outside of Duval, you don't see any Jags fans, to be honest. I think I know a few, and they're just people that don't want to root for the home team. Yeah. But so is it mostly Dolphins? Regional. What? What is it like? Mostly dolphins, basically. I would say that I live in Tampa, so you know, obviously, it's more Tampa for me. But in yeah. the grand scheme of things, I'd say mostly dolphins. Yeah. But Tom right. Brady going to Tampa really, 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 really got changed you. things. Like it's Bucks right now, but prior yeah. to that, it was mostly dolphins. I got you. Nice. Cool. Well, Kenny, man, we appreciate you coming on, man. It was a uh, short notice, but I really appreciate you. We've nah, had a man. blast. Seriously, you guys do a great job here. It was a pleasure to come on, and hopefully you'll have me on again some other time. Man, yeah, we, we got to have Kenny back on, man. When the oh, season yeah. starts, we're going to call you up. We got to, yeah, after Let's game. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and uh, again, man, you can follow Kenny on uh, Twitter at GritSplits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, right now with Neptune Scouting, but just keep an eye on him. We'll have some cool stuff coming out throughout when the season starts and everything. And uh, you guys, you can follow us out of your effing mind on Twitter. Uh, you can follow myself, JBH311. Uh, Mike does not really use it except for our account. Is that correct, I'm an old person in a young person's <laughs> body. I don't use social media. How about that? But I love you guys. I'm trying to start it up. Uh, You're ahead uh, of everyone, Mike. Challenge yeah. Kenny to a game of Madden. I want y'all to go find his Twitter handle, whatever, and challenge him to a game of Madden. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I, I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he got to use the Falcons. He can't go get the Cardinals oh. and go with Kyler Murray just running around. Uh, I, just perusing Twitter. Just perusing Twitter. I did see uh, a lot of people saying that our offensive line is trash on on Madden. Which, <sighs> I mean, you know, realistic game. It's kind of realistic, realistic game. There you, know? you go. I mean, props to Madden on the getting that one right. Um, yeah. So anyway, guys. But yeah, and uh, you can uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or on Spotify, you can drop us a five star review. If you're on iTunes, just write us a few words and we'll be happy to shout you out on the next show. We appreciate that. That just helps us move up the uh, list of Falcons podcasts and we'll keep doing what we're doing. We appreciate all the support, all the listeners. We keep growing. Can't wait to get this season started. We'll come back probably, Mike, what do you think, Thursday or something this week? Talk about, we'll talk, about, yeah. talk, about, talk about the Jets game. Yeah. And uh, we should be barring anything. Mike and I will be at the Jaguars game. Uh, at the Saturday. Jags game. Yeah. Man, I am yeah. starting at quarterback. So if you see me run out, <laughs> 
So <laughs> you could just wave hi. I'm going to be playing a few snaps. But no, me and John will be at the game, barring yeah. a, t- a catastrophe. I'm That's sure. right. Yep. So, guys, again, Kenny, thanks again, man. We appreciate it. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. I love you guys. Stay out your falcon mind. Peace. That's right. We out.